The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joe, our host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, it's a sad day for Ryan and I today, but how the hell are we doing? Uh, it, it's going over here. You know, it, it's the dog days of the season here, but that means it's, it's just pesky season even more. So I'm looking forward to a uh, pesky Thursday night. Yeah, same here. Although uh, today I plan to get my hair cut, but I went down to my barber, this uh, Syrian guy. And uh, I saw the chair all ripped up and the, and the, the place is all closed down. So I'm going to be a fucking shaggy dog for the next week until I can find a new barber. <laughs> He's getting started on the playoff hair, buddy. I don't know. Playoff uh, hair, speak, playoff speak beard. Speaking of dog days. <laughs> shaggy dog days. <laughs> all right. Before we get going here, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. It's Masters Weekend kicking off Thursday by the time you're probably listening to this uh tons of good shit man there's golf tons of great contests going on there mma nascar is kicking off mob's opening days on friday i know it is for the blue jays i don't know about anybody else but i think that's kicking off soon uh nba still rocking and rolling nhl's getting ready for playoffs tons of cool shit at the website go check out the sports gambling podcast network website listen to some of the other shows man good way to make some money uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's popping off. I went back and read through everything last night. I fell asleep because I had to work early. Uh, Go Bearcats was being mean about me. That made me sad. Uh, other than that, Slack group is always a blast. Get your ass into Slack. If you're not in there, it's free, man. Get in there, win some money, listen to everybody's picks. Always some good shit floating around there. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, get good info in there. You got have some have some fun. So yeah, check out the Slack. And uh, yeah, MLB opening day is actually Thursday. You'll probably maybe some games on while you're listening to this. And check out the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away two hundred fifty dollars in a, a free roll DFS contest. So get into that as well. And yeah, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And leave us a uh, five-star rating and review because we haven't got one recently and the rage inside me is building. But, <laughs> and also f- follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. We've been growing that pretty good, so happy to see that. 
The Twitter has been popping off. That's always awesome to see. Also, love the way Ryan said that. The rage inside of me is building so happily. I think he's going to fucking murder somebody. Um, all right, guys. We'll jump into last show's uh, Mortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals here. I don't know. Like, Joel, go ahead. <laughs> oh, so miserable. I'm starting to feel bad for you. Uh, <laughs> well, my lock, well, finally, uh, I, I beat your dog. Very closely, but uh, <laughs> uh, we could have won both in the end there. It was the Panthers team total over three and a half, minus 150. They were down five to one. Uh, guys in the slack were already uh, crying about it. And like, don't worry, we're good. It's the Leafs. It's the Panthers. You know, this is what they do. And yeah, we, we scored uh, four goals there in the second period. So it already cashed there in the in the second. And yeah, you know what happened after that. They ended up winning seven to six <laughs> in overtime. Uh, I read a stat today, something like the... Six of the past 22 four-goal-blown leads were by the Leafs, so that's just that's just what happens to them. Anyway, my dog fuck was the you, Devils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and fuck Nico Dawes, whatever his name is, uh, in the Devils. Letting in three goals on 17 shots. I said that we needed goaltending. We needed to make a couple saves here. They, he couldn't even do that. Uh, they weren't threatening uh, Georgiev either much, so this was probably a bad bet. And total is the Bruins... Red Wings over six, minus 115. Uh, didn't expect the Red Wings to win this game, but uh, they scored enough goals to get the uh, the over. I think it was five to two or five to three, something like that. Over six, anyway. Yeah, for me, uh, I think I got some bad beats here. My lock was the Wild, minus 120 against Nashville. Nashville had three power play goals in the first period. Wild couldn't really ever recover there, despite outshooting them 49-33. My dog, I had the Oilers team total over four plus 130. Turned out that Leon Dreisaitl was not playing and, and the rest of the Oilers didn't really decide to show up either. They won 2-1 in an overtime on a uh, great, great pass to Connor McDavid by Mike Smith. So Smithy. at least, at least, at least they, got, they got that win for them. And my uh, total, I had the Bruins team total over four plus 115 against those Red Wings. They had 50 shots, but only managed three goals. So another over for me. Yeah. All right. So on the record, technically I went 0-3, but I still think that I should have gone 3-for-3. Three three. I think this should count as three wins for myself here. Even though it's 0-3, I'll run through it. It should have been 3-for-3. Three three. My lock, I had Edmonton regulation versus San Jose minus 117. Ryan just touched on it. Sharks won in overtime. Uh, Connor McDavid scored 31 seconds in with a crazy assist by Mike Smith. That's bullshit. Oilers should have lit the fuck out of the Sharks, even though there is no dry settle. That's bullshit. For my dog, I had Leafs money line versus Florida, plus 150. Equally as bullshit. Team was up 5-1, decided to stop playing. That should account. I should have hit the cash out button on our uh, on our lock dog and total options if that was a thing. It wasn't. Florida came back to win 7-6 in overtime. That's bullshit, too. Uh, that should have been a hit. And for my total, and this is the one I'm pissed off the most about, New York Islanders, Dallas Stars, over 5.5. There's five fucking goals halfway through the game. Halfway through the second period at the 10-minute mark, I'm like, there's five goals. I need one more. It was 3-2. Nobody scored for the rest of the game. They made an entire period and a half, zero goals. So over 5.5, didn't hit. Plus 100, that's bullshit. Over 3, should be 3 for 3. I'm going to protest this to our, uh, our commissioner here. We'll figure out who that is. Maybe it's uh, Sharky. Maybe he can give you some points or some shit. Uh, how we finished off, uh, I finished off minus four units under protest. We'll see what happens there. Ryan finished off minus four units, and Joel finished plus one, two units. 
overall bullshit night. Uh, heading down to any sort of news discussion topics here. We've had a little bit that happened since the last time we talked. Nothing crazy here. Uh, I saw bad, tough news coming out of New Jersey, even though they're pretty much done for the year. Uh, Jack Hughes is expected to miss the rest of the season with a knee injury. Maybe keep this in mind when you're looking gambling props, you know, for New Jersey. So if you see your team totals, maybe take an under. Like, Hughes is one of the, I don't want to say one of the only good players they have, but things are looking a little bit grim in New Jersey here. What do you think, boys? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough loss for them. Hopefully, for, for the devil's sake, he's back before next season, which I imagine he would be. But yeah, he had a, a real kind of breakout campaign here. 56 points, 26 goals, 30 assists in 49 games. Really came on kind of in the second half of the season after the holiday break. He had 48 points in 36 games. So what, what draft was he drafted in? It was a high draft pick. He, he uh, made his debut 2019. It's probably that draft. I mean, he's still only only 20 years old, going to be 21 in May. So he's going to be a big part of the Devils moving forward. It's, it's tough to see here for the last month. Like Talon said, maybe uh, fade the Devils a little bit here. But yeah, Hughes had a great season. Hopefully he can keep it up for the Devils. Yeah, I can only second that. Nothing more to say. Uh, Devils, they're, they're on the move. They're uh, an improving team. They just need a damn goalie. <laughs> they do, man. Holy shit. Um, head down again here. It looks like this actually just came out. Was it yesterday, the day before or something? Uh, Anaheim Ducks star Ryan Getzlav officially announces his retirement after the season. The best move about this is the guy says, yeah, I'm just going to hang him up. I think the Ducks are finishing their year on like a three-game road streak or something. He says, yep, I'm not even going to go out for those. I'm just going to retire, finish off at home. You guys go play those games without me. Uh, quite the career for Ryan Getzlav, though. Yeah, that, that that's great for him to just go out on home ice. What you should do. I mean, when it was uh, when it was him and Corey Perry there for a long time, the Ducks were kind of hateable. But look, looking back at his career, you got, you got to respect it. One of the best players. People were talking about the 03 draft, how great it was. And I'm looking at his numbers this year, though. He has three goals this year and had five last year. So he's really kind of uh, taken taken a hit there. But yeah, great career for Ryan Gutzlaff and good to see him go out on home ice. For sure. By all accounts, uh, what I hear is that he's one of the nicest guys in the league. And uh, he had some some sick passing, too. I mean, his IQ was uh, elite. So uh, it'll be we'll be missing him uh, with the puck around all that. He was like a a Joe Thornton who actually won shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he's a nice guy. Nice passer. We'll miss him. I was about to say, too, I think he's got the trifecta, you know, World Junior Gold, uh, Stanley Cup, and Olympic Gold. So I don't think he got a World Cup, but still uh, still pretty kick-ass. Great career for Ryan Getzlav there. Uh, moving down here, things are tightening up a little bit in the Hart Trophy race here, boys. I don't know. Ryan, what do you think? What's, uh, what's your predictions here? Yeah, we were talking about it a month ago, two months ago, how Igor Shosturkin was uh, coming there. He's kind of fallen off a bit, but he should still get the Vesna. Yeah, you got Austin Matthews is now plus 100, minus 120, minus 130 some places. But you have you have Connor McDavid coming right up on his tail. I mean, McDavid is having another great season, 106 points, 11 more than Matthews. So you got to possibly think if the Oilers make a good push in April to, to get a good playoff positioning, maybe McDavid steals some votes there. But, I mean, Matthews, 54 goals. He's just, just insane. But, yeah, McDavid could be a, a good price there. Uh, I, I still think Matthews is the price. He's going to win the uh, the award. We've said it a few times. I'm invested in him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's going to get to 60-plus goals. Uh, he's, he already broke the uh, 
the Leafs record for most goals in the season, and he tied it. He tied. Tied it. Okay, okay. You got three assists last night, so uh, <laughs> got to count for something too. Uh, yeah, Austin Matthews is good winning this thing. Um, if you wanted to have a long shot, uh, maybe Johnny Goudreau at ten to one or better. Uh, he's been lights out lately. Um, yeah, but I I still think Matthews is the play, uh, even at plus one hundred. So that's where I bet. I'm with you, man. Guys, a chance to hit 60 goals, dude. Like, that hasn't been done since, what, like, Stamkos in 07 or something like that? It's absolutely insane. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $10 to win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. The win has a special golf contest for this weekend. Bet $100 or more on golf from Thursday to Sunday, and you'll be entered to win a golf experience to the only golf course on the Las Vegas Strip. Win Golf Club. Multiple entries allowed. If a patron wagers $1,000 on the Major Golf Championship from Thursday to Sunday, they're eligible for 10 entries into the prize draw. All users can bet $50 or more on the Masters winner and get their money back up to $25 if they finish in the top three of the tournament. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. In honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn slash masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. Um... All right, gentlemen, that pretty much wraps up our NHL news discussion topics. Uh, boys, we got a 10-game slate here on April Thursday, the 7th. We ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. All right, let's rock this, Casper. Kicking things off at the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 135. The Devils money line paying off minus 160. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Now, what do you do here? This is like two teams that like, I don't want to say can't really score, but they can't really get a save either. So, fuck, New Jersey's currently on a four-game losing streak. I don't mind Montreal plus 135 on the road here. Uh, they do have an absolutely horrible road record, and or New Jersey's record is better at home, although a lot of those wins did come early. Uh, still, but for the juice, plus 135, I'll take it. Uh, Devils are on a four-game losing streak, like I said. If I had to lean towards the over-under, I don't know. Maybe maybe take the under, even though both these teams are shit for goals allowed. Montreal's last in the league. Uh, New Jersey's 29th. So you'd think it'd be an over game. But, you know, when you got two shit things going at it, you know, you're going to see shit games. So give me the under 6.5. That's a high number. Also, give me Montreal as a road dog. Yeah, we saw this matchup last week, two weeks ago. Uh, Devils won 3-2 in a shootout at home. I think we were all on the over there. I think the over is still a look here, even without Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes in the lineup. Montreal's been able to score some goals recently. They got they got five in the shootout against Tampa Bay. So they got four against the Panthers. So I, I could see them putting up four or five against Nico Dawes. I do like them here as well as road underdogs. It's just the Devils. They have no Hughes. Uh, Sharon Govis is questionable. Jimmy VC questionable. So Canadians have been one of those teams that have been really picking it up in the second half with Martin St. Louis. And I could see them, despite their poor road record, going into New Jersey and, and getting a win. All over the over here. I just uh, shout out Nico Dawes there. And it doesn't matter even if he's not starting because all the Devils goalies suck. Uh, I would lean towards the Devils side here too. Like I've been saying, the Devils are an improving team. Uh, much better than they are in the standings there. 
but yeah, the best bet here is the over. We know the Canadians have just uh, gone pedal to the metal. They don't care about defense anymore. And uh, yeah, their, their results prove it. I mean, they're giving up goals, but they're also scoring goals. So over six and a half here would be my best bet. But I, I'd probably play the, the Devils here too. Goalies be damned. All right, heading on down to 7 p.m. We got the Nashville Predators against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Nashville money line sitting at minus 185. Sens money line plus 155. Predators on the puck line sitting at plus 130. Uh, the over-under sitting at 6. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Ryan, take it away here, bud. What do you got? Boys, it's it's pesky season here. You got the Senators on a, on a three-game winning streak as plus 155 home underdogs. Uh, Nashville burnt me uh, on Tuesday night, but like I said, they didn't really play that well. They got outshot by 16. And actually, over the past 10 games, the, the Senators have a better expected goals for nearly 50%, with uh, Nashville down in the bottom eight there at 45%. So I feel like these this is a long line for Nashville at minus 185. Don't really trust them too much here on on the road. They're 18, 14, and four, so 18 and 18, same round wins and losses. Ottawa's been sneaky, so I could I could see them getting, getting the win here at a plus 155. I would also lean to the over. It's just both of these teams have been playing a bunch of over games, three straight, five of six for Ottawa, two straight, eight and nine for Nashville. So I like the home underdog and the over. Yeah, over is a good look. They're uh... It's a trendy pick here. Over is 22 and 5 in Predators' last 27 road games. So clearly they open it up on the road, and maybe their goalies don't play as well either. Um, I also lean to the Sens. Uh, the Preds here, they're they're slipping. Uh, like you said, the Wild were probably the better team, even though the, the scoreboard didn't show that in that game. Um, of course, uh, Shabbat is still a big hurt, but uh, Sens are still managed to find ways to win games. This is a total banana peel. I like the price here, plus 155. So I definitely lean to the home team here. I think you guys are absolutely insane, boys. I believe in this Nashville team. I believe good things are going to happen, and maybe even a playoff push here. Uh, I like the Preds. You know, kind of hesitant on the puck line, but I don't hate the puck line plus 130. Uh, you can get them in regulation. It looks like minus 120, so that's a play I'm leaning to. Uh, keep in mind, this game did just happen last week, too. Uh, Nashville won at 4-1. So, you know, I'm all for being pesky, but uh, I, I'm in on the Preds here, boys. You know, if... Uh, UC Saros can have himself a good game. And, you know, Roman Yossi has been pushing for uh, some heart nominations, too. He's been excellent this year. I like the Predators here. Uh, heading down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 115. Jackets on the money line, minus 135. Uh, Over-under sitting at 6.5. Both over-under paying off, minus 110. Boys, we're going back-to-back here. Ryan, go two for two. Right back at you, buddy. What do you got? <laughs> Yeah, we got a home and home here. Uh, Columbus won on Tuesday night in Philadelphia 4-2 with the empty netter. It was 2-2 till the third period. Flyers outshot him 49-29. There were a lot, of, a lot of posts hit in this game. That was with Carter Harden. That Martin Jones has already been confirmed for Thursday. So you got to look to the over here. Over 6.5 at minus 110. I could see that even possibly moving to minus 120 or over 7 just because th- both of these teams play play a lot of over games. And I'm leaning t- to my Flyers here as road underdogs, plus 115. They, play, they were the better team on Tuesday night. Yeah, Cam Atkinson's return to Columbus here. Maybe the boys will get up for them and, and get him a win. Yeah, I would like the Flyers a little more if uh, it weren't Martin Jones starting, but he is projected to start this game, which is why I like the over. Uh, better than either side here. Um, I know we just saw this game. There were only six goals, but uh, there should have been more. Like you said, uh, all those shots for the Flyers. Um, 
Blue Jackets goaltending is not going to be that good two games in a row. And of course, you got Martin Jones on the other side. And uh, we know the Blue Jackets can put the puck in the net. Super over team. This line will definitely go up. I mean, I'm surprised it was only at six last game. And it only still only pushed, but uh, six and a half here. It's going to get to seven this time. Absolutely. All right, Ryan, what's the weather like there in Philly? It's uh, it's kind of shitty, actually. It's kind of shitty? Well, it sounds to me like you need a jacket. Preferably a blue jacket. Give me the Columbus Blue Jackets minus 135. I love the jackets in this game. Uh, Martin Jones is absolutely horrible. Philadelphia is trash. They're a tire fire. Uh, Columbus isn't that great either. But I like the jackets here, man. They've been pretty good to me early uh, in the year. Kind of dropped off a little bit, and I stayed away from them. Well, I'm willing to get back on the horse, boys. I like Columbus here. Uh, only on a one-game winning streak. Nothing that fancy. Looking at their road stats, not that great either. 15-18-2. But, I mean, like, Flyers' home record's 13-7-6. You got to battle the shit teams. I really like Columbus in this game, though. We all know what Elvis Merzlikens can do if he's expected to get the start. Um, yeah, man, I'll ride with the jackets here. 7 p.m. on the road or at home. Let's go. Moving down to the 7 p.m. slate here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Pittsburgh money line sitting at minus 110. New York money line minus 110 as well. Over under sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. I don't know, boys. Like, I feel like I would like Pittsburgh in this game, but I bet them last time that they had this match, like a week ago, and they got, I don't want to say they got lit up, but they lost 3-2. They came out like at the hot or the gate pretty hot here. I still like the Penguins. Man. I really think the Penguins are a better team than the Rangers all around. Uh, maybe give the edge to goaltending to New York. With that being said, we could have a goalie game here. I'm still taking the over. 5.5 is a very small number with the amount of firepower on both teams here. You got Crosby, you got Panarin, you got these guys going head-to-head here. I'm going to lean the over uh, 5.5, paying out minus 125. And if I did have to pick, you already know I'm leaning towards the Penguins here, minus 110. I think I'm going to go the other way here. I, I like the under 5.5 at plus money. I also think it'll be up to up to 6 at some books right now, or definitely by puck drop, especially if it's Jari versus Shesterkin. And just two, two good goalies. We, we've seen this game three times so far. Pittsburgh won one nothing. Rangers won 5-1. Rangers won 3-2. So it's been six goals or fewer in, in all three matchups. Pittsburgh's struggled recently. I mean, they had, they had two losses against Colorado, best team in the league. But they lost three of their past four, uh, five of their past seven. One of those wins was the 11-2 win against Detroit, and they beat Minnesota in overtime. Rangers been up and down recently. They got the win against the Devils, despite only getting... 17 shots on goal, so I lean to the Rangers here just because they're at home with Shesterkin, but my, my better play would be the under 5.5 or under 6 if it gets there. All right, these teams are uh, in playoff mode, right? So I, I would lean to the under as well, especially with both good goalies in net. Um, yeah, these teams are, especially the Rangers, they're right behind the Canes here. I'm beginning to sweat my Canes to win the Metro division tickets, uh, they're only two points back with uh, one more game played, so that's going to be tight. Um, yeah, I, I would lean towards Pittsburgh here, though. I think they are the better team, um, especially on the road. Much better team on the road than they are at home for some reason. Um, and, yeah, it's just hasn't been as good lately, so I'll, I'll lean to Pittsburgh here. Uh, I've, I've saw them in the, the Avs games. They, they're still playing great hockey. Uh, Rangers are a bit more inconsistent, um, so I'll take the Penguins here. Uh, I think that the the line will go their way too. Okay, heading down to 7:30 p.m. slot. We got the Buffalo Sabers against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Buffalo money line sitting at plus 300. Big road dogs. Carolina money line minus 390. Carolina on the puck line sitting at minus 135. Over/unders at six. Uh, 
Overpaying off minus 130, the under plus 110. We got a rematch here, boys. We just saw this game Monday, and Buffalo came out with a sneaky win, 4-2 here. Uh, it was a Matrix game, and in Matrix fashion, it pushed. I don't even know what to say about that. It was 4-2. The over-under was sitting at 6. Uh, currently, the over-under in this game is at 6. I don't know. Like, Do you think there's going to be goals? There should be. Carolina at home, realistically, should beat the absolute wheels off this team. I guess maybe I want to say Carolina puck lines to play, but after seeing a uh, Sharky's little graph that he put out there, I'm, <laughs> I'm skeptical to take puck lines against shit teams, man. He's got me shaking here. So I don't know. Maybe like, maybe just take the over at six minus one thirty and just hope for at least a push. I'm worried now. He's got me second guessing myself. I think I'm joining Sharky here on the Sabres bandwagon. I don't know if we've taken them a plus 300, but I mean, plus 300 gives them 25% implied probability. And they, they just beat Carolina on Tuesday night. I mean, going back home now for Carolina, they're, they're a better team there. They're going to try to want to buckle down, but I still lean. I can't lay the money line on Carolina. I can't even lay the puck line at minus 135. So if I pick a side, I would take Buffalo plus 300. Also do lean to the over here. My uh, favorite play here, though, is Buffalo team total over two and a half at plus 145. Just given how games have been recently with team scoring, if you can get a team to score three goals at, at plus 145 or something like that, you have to take it, especially because Buffalo has done that in three straight games, 10 of their past 13. They've been able to score goals with Tage Thompson, uh, Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs up there. So I like Buffalo team total over at plus 145. And I would also lean to the over in the game and Buffalo money line. Yeah, Sharky didn't call it a puck line, though. He called it a cuck line. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, it's hard to win those, um, uh, especially this year. So I've had a lot more success just betting team totals. We know that scoring's been up, especially since Christmas, so it, it's uh, it's not reflected in the line so much. So I I, I think the better play is instead of plus one and a half, instead of minus one and a half, you just bet the team totals, whether it's over three and a half, over two and a half. Uh, in this game, uh, a couple of days ago, I had the Sabres uh, over two and a half, which won, but the house had over four and a half, but plus nine eighty. But they hit the, I think they hit the post uh, with the with the goalie pulled there for the Canes, so I couldn't quite get that. But yeah, that's the idea. You got to take take the team totals, and uh, I'll probably be doing that again here. Although maybe lean more to the Canes side. I don't think that they're gonna let the Sabres stomp below them again. Um, I know the Sabres have been playing great lately. But uh, the Canes are obviously the better team, and they got to fight off these other teams to uh, secure that first place in the um, in the Metro, and maybe the Eastern Conference as well, because uh, we know that home ice advantage matters. So I'll, I'll take the Canes team total over three and a half in this one, and maybe Sabres too. You know, at plus one forty-five, that's not a bad bet either. All right, maybe even Sabres reverse puck line here. You know, maybe they only lose by one or manage to speak out the dub or go to overtime. Who knows? Um, heading out to 8.30 p.m. here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Leafs on the money line sitting at minus 125. Dallas money line plus 105. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Jolie, what are you thinking here, dude? Well, we know that I can't pick a Leafs side, but I'm going to try again here. Uh, I'm Don't taking the Leafs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here we go. I'm sinking the ship. Um <laughs> Yeah, we, we we know this team responds well to uh to uh shitty games like that. I mean, you have to you have to hope so. I mean, giving away another four goal advantage. Uh, I know obviously the Panthers could do that to any team, uh, but they still they still have pride in this organization. I think that they uh, respond in a good way. Uh, stars are up and down. Um, I'm just 
I'm betting this line. It's only minus 125, which is a little surprising. Uh, it definitely should be higher. So I'm going to take that. Minus 125 is is no problem. I mean, the over obviously is a is an auto bet. I mean, you could bet the stars team total over two and a half as well, and you'll be you'll be roses. So uh, yeah, leaves here as long as uh, they get a few saves, uh, we should win this one comfortably. Yeah, it's it's a Leafs game here, so bet the over definitely six and a half minus one fifteen. But and like Joel said, I have to lean to Toronto only at minus one twenty five. Uh, Dallas isn't Florida; they're not going to score four or five unanswered to to come back from a deficit. And Toronto will be able to put up three or four at least against Dallas. Dallas had a win against Islanders. They've been playing playing better recently, and they are are a better team at home. But just the price of the line, you have to take Toronto minus one twenty five. But the best bet is the over six and a half minus one fifteen. Boys, you see it all the time with good teams. Like, what do they do when they have like a little shitty performance or a letdown game? They bounce back. Boston's made a career out of it. Carolina does it. Florida does it. Tampa does it. Colorado does it. All these great teams in the NHL bounce back after a tough win. Well, I'm expecting the same thing out of Toronto here. You know why? Because this is a great fucking team. This year is different, man. I love this Leaf squad. We're firing. That was a heartbreak last night against Florida. But hey, man, you got to go through some adversity. I love it. That's okay. I'm with you guys. I love the Leafs in this game. But I'm going the Talon Jenkins special. Give me the Leafs regulation. Give me the Leafs money line. Give me the Leafs puck line. And give me the Leafs team total. We're betting every which way possible. Obviously, take the over. It's a fucking Leafs game. Seems like all this team does is score goals and get scored on as well. So that's probably your safest play. But love the Leafs money line. And you know I'm going to be sprinkling both. Uh, Yeah, I expect big things. And I'm hoping to God we don't shit the bed here. Last time this team did play, it was about two weeks ago or so, three weeks ago. It was a 4-0 Toronto win. So I, I like our chances here against Dallas. Uh, moving down to 8.30 p.m. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Seattle Moneyline sitting at plus 130. Chicago Moneyline minus 115. Over-under is sitting at 6. Overpaying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Oh, like this stinks. I don't even know what you do here, right? Like, you know, you kind of you can't bet Seattle because they're absolutely horrible. Can't really bet. I guess you can bet Chicago. That's probably your safest bet. Minus 115 here. Fuck, man. I don't know, though. Blackhawks are on a five-game losing streak. That doesn't help me out too much confident-wise. I, I don't know. I'm going to take the under. I think that both teams are just going to be absolutely horrible. Uh, they don't got much to play for. They both do give up a lot of goals, but they both don't score a lot of goals either here. So the under six, I'm um, leaning towards that as well. Maybe if there's an, or an early goal in the game and that line moves up to six and a half, live bet the shit out of that under here. I think you just have to bet the uh, Blackhawks here out, out of principle. Seattle is going to be on a back-to-back after playing in St. Louis, I believe, I believe tonight. So on no days rest this season, they are 2-8-0, 1-6 uh, in their past seven. So just based off that, you kind of have to back Chicago here. But I'm, I'm going to go with, with the over. I mean, both teams have played more over games than under games this season. Uh, I believe Drager is starting tonight, which should be Grubauer tomorrow. doesn't really matter. Both of them are kind of shit, as are the Blackhawks goalies. So I, I like the over six. You have, you have the push insurance there if it's a 4-2 game, 5-1. So, but I do like the Blackhawks the most at minus 155. Uh, this is a hard one to bet. Uh, no matter what I look at, there's always a, the other side of the argument. Um you know, the both teams can't score, but neither team can defend. So what do you do? You go over, you go under. I have no idea, but Kraken, I think, are the better team metrically, but uh, they just haven't shown it this year. Um, they're 
their shot share percentage is actually pretty damn good, especially considering they're uh, what the second or third worst team in the West. Uh, it's a tough one. I like the line here at the at a plus one thirty. Probably get better too with them being on a back to back. We'll see how they play against the Blues. But at this point, it's uh, yeah, just uh, I lean Seattle here. If the especially if the line goes up. It's a hectic time of the year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. You know, the playoff push is happening right now, and you know when there's close games, you just got to take a moment to chill. And Coors Light is the beer for that. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. All right, heading on down to 10 p.m. here. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Uh, Vancouver money line sit at minus 195. Arizona money line plus 160. Canucks on the puck line sitting at plus 150 for 115. Over under is at six. Over paying off minus 110, as well as the under minus 110 as well. Jolie, thoughts on your Canucks here, bud? What's going to happen? Ah, Canucks are in trouble. Uh, they're pretty much dead, actually. Every time I get a little bit of hope that they might uh, make a run for the playoffs, they just disappoint you. That's that's the, the uh, pedigree of this team. Uh, now, especially because they got a bunch of guys on the uh, injured list here, latest being Quinn Hughes, who's, uh, who's a bit sick today. Uh, I did not know that before I bet the Canucks last night, so I, I lost some line value there, but uh, hopefully they win anyway. But as for this game, I'm going with the over six here. Uh, two reasons. Yaroslav Halak, 
and Sari Hatari or whatever you say his name. Uh, <laughs> Harry Satari? <laughs> Harry Satari, that's it. Uh, yeah, he, he was awesome in the uh, Olympics, won me a lot of money with that uh, Finnish victory, but uh, this is a new team here, and uh, that Olympic team without any NHL players is probably better than this damn Coyote team, <laughs> especially at defending. I mean, he's going to get no support here. I mentioned all the Canucks injuries. The Coyotes list is longer. I'm not even going to mention all these names. Uh, but, yeah, I, I lean to the Canucks here, although you probably get better uh, line value later in the day because uh, they're on the back-to-back end. Yeah, lock starting makes me a little worried. So, over six, that's a simple play. Minus 110. I don't like either goalie, and um, I don't like either defense. Yeah, Joel said it here. I mean, you have to you have to go with the over. It's it's going to be the Canucks on the second half and back-to-back, so it's going to be Halak. It's going to be Sateri making his first NHL start in a while here. So should be should be over, even though both teams can't really score. But I lean here to the Coyotes at a, a plus-160, or you can probably get that better somewhere. But they, they've been up and down recently. They, they beat the Sharks. They beat the Blackhawks. I mean, Joel, Joel said the Vancouver's dead. They're on a back-to-back, so... I like the I like the uh, value here of Arizona money line. Also, I'm looking at the Arizona team total over two and a half plus one hundred five. I said it before. Anytime you can get that a plus odds, I would I would look to take that. Boys, again, I'm kind of leaning towards the under in this one. You know, like, I, have we seen Harry Sateri play yet? I don't think we have in the like NHL. I don't know. Maybe he played a couple games already. I didn't notice. But uh, no, so there you go. It could be a big debut for the guy. This is a veteran guy, too. It's not like it's some fucking 24-year-old kid stepping in here that's played in the KHL. This is a guy in his 30s that's, you know, pretty used to professional hockey. Uh, Yeah, man, I'll take the under as well. You know, we could have a Yaroslav Halak, like, Montreal Canadiens playoff run here. Obviously, Halak's not the same goalie he used to be. Uh, but he was pretty solid for Boston maybe, like, what, two years ago? Is it that big of a drop-off for the guy? I don't know. Two veteran guys going at it here. Um, but if I had to lean away, I'll take the, uh, the Arizona state university coyotes at plus plus one sixty here. That's what I'm calling them all year next year. They're going to be the Arizona state university coyotes in my look. Uh, yeah. Give me the Arizona state university coyotes plus plus one sixty and the under six minus minus one ten. Moving down to the 10:30 PM slot. We got the Calgary flames against the San Jose sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Calgary money line sitting at minus 235. San Jose money line at plus 190. Calgary on the puck line plus 110. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 120. The under minus 115. Little worried here because of what uh what the Sharks just did to the Oilers there. And I was on them last show, but I mean like you can't you can't bet against Calgary in this game, boys. This team's a fucking wagon, and they want to start rolling into the playoffs hot here. No pun intended. Uh, Flames puck line plus 110. I'm riding it. I love it. These these flames are going to go into San Jose. They're going to be cooking up some shark on the grill. Uh, Calgary team total, as I would like to. I don't love the over six unless Calgary goes up and puts out like four or five on their own. But I mean, I just took two other unders, so I, I don't know. But <laughs> if I didn't take those other two unders, I would be leaning towards the under in this game. But I'm just going to take flames puck line. Uh, yeah, I, I like the over here. There's been two meetings so far this season. Sharks actually won both of them, 5-3 and then 4-3 last month in Calgary. So maybe look for a pesky Shark play, but I, I got to lean lean to Calgary. There's going to be a second half of a back-to-back, but they're in Anaheim tonight, San Jose tomorrow. Not too far to travel. Two uh, pretty shit teams right now. 
And on no days rest, they're eight, four, and one. The over is uh, seven, one, and two in their last ten games on no days rest. So usually play high scoring games on the second half of a back to back, especially with a backup goalie in there. So my, my best play would be the over six at minus one twenty, and I, I would lean to Calgary on the cuck line at plus one ten. <laughs> The Will Smith uh, line. We got to start calling it the Will Smith line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The uh, yeah, this is just a pure line play for me. I mean, we saw the Oilers. They were what minus one eighty, minus one ninety against the Sharks the other night, and that was before Drysdale was announced out. And here we are with the sh- the Flames at minus two thirty five, and it'll likely be with Darnet, and they're on a back to back. So I don't think that that is worth an extra. Um, well, 50 cents there. You have to pay for Calgary. So the Sharks here at plus 190, that is a great price for me. I think that they have a good chance to win this game. Like you said, they won the other meetings already uh, on the road too. So the Sharks here, uh, they can they can put up a fight. Uh, they play it better, of course, since Carlson came back. Um, they've been up and down, rather. But uh, they'll be up for this one, divisional game and all that. So a plus 190, great price for me. They, they could put the puck in the net. And uh, instead of that damn cut line, just take the Sharks team total over two and a half of plus money. Come on, you're playing fucking Darth Vladar. <laughs> all right. And now the 10.30 p.m. slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the L.A. Kings. Almost said L.A. Sharks there. What the fuck? Uh, game itself is in Los Angeles. Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 125. Kings money line plus 105 over under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105, the under minus 115. This is going to be a battle, man. These two teams are currently going at it for, uh, looks like, home ice advantage. But you still have Nashville and Dallas kicking around in the mix as well. I don't know, boys. Like, I kind of like the Kings here. They've been pretty hot lately. This is a decent team. Their their division record scares me a bit. It's only 9-9-3, but they did also get off to a shaky start. Edmonton's division record is 17-5-0. They're currently on a five-game winning streak, so that kind of sucks with everything that I'm saying. But fuck it. I like the Kings in this game, man. I like the Kings as a home dog. It's not a big dog, but plus 105. Uh, from what we've seen, they're firing all cylinders. A lot of these young guys are looking absolutely fantastic. Sean Dursey's been playing lights out. Uh, God damn, I wish the Leafs still had him, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, I love the Kings in this game. If they can get some stellar goaltending, Cal Peterson's been playing fantastic. And uh, if old fucking Gray Bush Mike Smith happens to have himself a little fall-off game, that would help the cause too. So give me the Kings money line plus 105 here. Uh, I think I'm going back to the Oilers here. It kind of kind of was a line play at minus 125. I think it's that low because Drysaddle missed last game, but uh, but I'm pretty sure he skated morning skate. He was questionable. He was expected to play, but in a game against the Sharks, maybe decided to take it off. This one against the Kings, fighting for playoff position. He'll be up for it. He'll play there. Oilers should be probably more like minus 140. Uh, they beat him last week at home in a shootout, 4-3. They beat him in LA back in February, 5-2. I think Edmonton, they've won five in a row, six to seven. Kings playing well, too, but I just think the Oilers here are, are underpriced at minus 125. And I would I would lean to the over or look at the uh, Edmonton team total over three and a half plus 105. Right. You're, you're gambling on Drysdale being in there. Uh, minus 125, if you bet that. Uh, you're looking pretty if he suits up, but it's the uh, the reverse is true. If you bet the Kings now, uh, they'll, their line will get better. Um, going forward, so uh, yeah, it's hard to call Willow Dry. Really, such an important part of their team. We saw him uh, totally struggle against the Sharks um, with just McDavid carrying the top line and uh, nothing going on the second line. So they they don't have much to replace him with. So it's hard to call this game without knowing um, if he's playing or not. But 
Yeah, if, if, if Ryan says he's skating and all that, then uh, maybe just take the Oilers here and uh, hope the, the medical staff do a good job getting them ready. Hockey Gambling Podcast insider Ryan Gilbert on the case. <laughs> all right, boys, that wraps up our Wednesday slate. We got five games set on the Thursday. Uh, as always, time of recording, we do not have lines. Uh, with that being said, we'll run through them, see if there's anything that stands out with us. Uh, first game on the docket, 7 p.m. slot. Oh, fuck, we got a banger here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, these teams are, I think, let me look at the standings real quick here. They are tied for points, 93 points each. Tampa Bay has 69, one game played in hand. Boston has 70. This is a big game here, boys. Uh, wild card spots up for grabs in this, you know. One team might make it in the division. One team might get wild card. Uh, what are you thinking here, Ryan? Yeah, and that's important there because if, if you're the wild card, you're playing probably either Carolina or Florida. And if you get that third spot, I mean, you're still playing the Leafs who are, who are a great team. So, But yeah, it's, it's a big game here. I, I saw a stat from Adam Gretz tweeted it out uh, a few days ago. Against top 10 teams in the league, Boston's only 5-11-3. But I mean, Tampa Bay is not much better at 7-13-5. But I, I do lean to the Lightning here at home. Uh Boston, I've, I haven't been impressed by them against top teams kind of all season. We did this matchup on March 24th in Boston. It was a 3-2 Bruins victory. I want to see how Tampa Bay bounces back from a loss to Toronto uh, tonight against in Washington. So if they win that, I feel even better about Tampa Bay. I think either way, I have to lean to the Lightning at home. I'll take Boston here. Uh, we just saw them lose to the Red Wings. Uh, they're a great awful loss, of course. Uh yeah, it's hard one to call right now, but uh, yeah, for playing this, placing this wager right now, I, I would just say Boston. I like them the way they've been playing lately. Uh, Lightning have been very up and down. The, you'd think that they'd get it together leading up into the playoffs. You know, we figured before that they were just coasting for the regular season, but now they got to get into war mode. But they haven't really. It's been the Bruins who are in better form now, seven three zero in their last ten. So. Yeah, I, I would I would take the Bruins here. I imagine that they'll be uh, a short dog. I'm got to ride with Jolie on this one here. I think Boston's definitely going to win this game. And I think Boston's going to secure that third spot in the Atlantic as well. Uh, this is a Bruins team that kind of clawed themselves back in it and find a way to win, man. And they're clicking at the right time of the year. Um, the hockey gods work in mysterious ways. And would anybody else really be surprised to see a Boston-Toronto matchup in the first round of the playoffs here? I know I wouldn't. Uh, so give me the Bruins here on the money line as well. Boys, we got the Sway Man against the Dre Man. We got Jeremy Swayman against Andre Vasilevsky. Tell me, I like the under, boys. Drayman versus Swayman. Two great goalies. Uh, Swayman's been fantastic. Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the world. Um, calm down, Rangers fans. Don't be too pissed off at me. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I like the under in that game as well. I think the only time Tal and I agree on anything, it's uh, the fucking Bruins. <laughs> I know, right? And shouldn't we both hate them as Leafs and Canucks fans? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. All right, end down to the 7 p.m. slide here. We got the New York Islanders against Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Hurricanes on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, I believe we established that. Islanders are a little sneaky, man. I don't know what to make of this team. You know, you see New York fans talking on Twitter and stuff saying, oh, we're, we're only nine points out of the playoffs. Like, it's it's a little too little too late. Uh, but I think they're going to keep pushing a little bit here, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they can catch Carolina a little flat-footed, second night of a back-to-back. I'll uh, I'll take a little bit of the juice here and take the dogs. Give me the Islanders. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna also also lean that way. Carolina hasn't played great recently. We'll see how they do against Buffalo tomorrow night. So it'll be it'll be a back to back for them. They're not great on no days rest. They're uh, 
five, four, and three. So they're under 500 there. Three, three, and two after a win, two and two after a loss. So it doesn't really matter. I would lean to the under here just because the Islanders typically under team and Carolina may want to kind of clog things up at home. They played three straight unders. So I'll lean to the dog and the under. Yeah, going the same way here. The Islanders are in better form. Um, another thing, too, is that if the Canes are in back to back, the uh, the uh, Sabres team total looks better, too, on Thursday. Or, yeah, Thursday. Uh, it'll be Auntie Ronta could be in that there. Uh, just another thing to consider. Uh, but, yeah, for this game, Islanders just uh, playing better hockey. So I'll, I'll take them as well. All right, moving down to 7 p.m. again. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Buffalo on the second night of a back to back. Uh, boys, Florida's like they're fucking unreal, man. They're on a five game winning streak after what we saw last night. This team is great. Uh, keep in mind, two division records, Florida's unstoppable. They're 14 2 and 2 this year. So try and find the money whatever way you can. You know, Florida puck line, Florida team total. I doubt the regulation will be paying off anything worth your money, but uh, yeah, man, I like the Panthers here any way possible. Yeah, puck line's probably going to be like minus 150, over four and a half. Team total is probably going to be like minus 130, if not higher. Uh, we saw this on Sunday in Buffalo. Florida won 5-3. Uh, last month, they won 6-1 in Buffalo. Probably going back at home where they beat Buffalo 7-4 back in December. So team total over four and a half would be a good look based off that so far. And just Florida can just score at will. So you got to look Florida's way. Probably team total over four and a half would be the best look. Yeah, team totals and overs here for me as well. Uh, you know what? The Panthers, though, they remind me of the the Knights from last year. You know, they always went behind, but they found a way in the third period to win games. And that's what the Panthers team do this year. So look for live bets because uh, there's a good chance that they'll go behind at some point. That's just what this team does. They, I don't know. They get off to slow starts, but they know that they have the firepower to come back. So just another thing to consider. All right, heading down to the 8 p.m. slot. We got the Minnesota Wild against the St. Louis Blues game itself was in St. Louis. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I want to take Minnesota in this game. I really do think they're the better team. I don't want to say struggling lately, but haven't been as fantastic as we thought they would be. Marc-Andre Fleury has some sick new pads, though. Those look dope, but who knows? You might even see Talbot in that. I want to take the Wilds. But last time these teams did play, St. Louis did get the best of them, 6-4. That was in early January. Uh, keep in mind division records, too, here, boys. Like Minnesota's 10-9-1. That's not too great. Uh, St. Louis is 13-5-3. Kind of kills me to say it. I think I'm on the blues here, boys, at home. Yes, this is going to be one of the best games on uh, on Friday night, along with the Bruins-Lightning. That's going to be a, a good uh, 8 o'clock game. It's it's going to be tough to see. I'm going to have to see what, what the line is. The Blues did win the only meeting this season so far. It was the Winter Classic, and I think that Minnesota is missing a few key pieces. Uh, Matt Dumba is questionable for this game. St. Louis is mostly healthy, uh, with Tori Krug still out, but that's not something that's surprising. I'll probably lean to the lean to the underdog here, and I might lean to the over. Just both both teams have been kind of playing some open hockey recently. Yeah, definitely true for the Blues, though. I think the Wilder are, are uh, yeah, they just got more of a defensive structure of the game, especially uh, uh, since they got those new guys in there and uh, better goaltending. I mean, both goalies are playing well, uh, especially compared to the old Talbot Kakinen tandem, which totally let down the defense time and time again. Uh, but I'll take the Wild here as a side as well. I mean, the Blues, they they need Tory Krug. They don't have much 
else going in their defense. So um, losing him is a big fixture there. Uh, so yeah, I'll take the Wild here. Just the better team and in better uh, health, even without even if Dumba doesn't play. All right, heading on to 10 p.m. here. We got a Colorado Avalanche against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Uh, Boring-ass Winnipeg, I should say. Jolie, close us off here, bud. What do you got? Well, the Avs keep rolling, you know. Uh, the thing I said about the the Lightning, about how they should be getting ready for the playoffs, going into war mode, that's exactly what's happened with the Avalanche. Uh, uh, took care of the Penguins, no problem, even without Kadri, um, even without Girard, even without Lannis Gog. Uh, Although apparently frickin' Nuke is uh, ill, uh, but we we took care of the Penguins out him as well, as well. So it doesn't matter. This team's rolling. Uh, substitute new guys in there, and the Jets they're they're in trouble. I think that their playoff chances are are almost as dead as the Canucks. So they might be losing hope there. So yeah, just just the ads here again. Team total. Um, Jets do allow a lot of goals and a lot of penalties too, and that's a bad. Uh, bad job when the Avalanche here. They're they're one of the top power plays in the past month. So, yeah, just Avs team total here. Avs in the cut line, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joel, Joel said it all there. Even without, they keep getting injured. They keep having missing more pieces. Landis God, Kadri. And they keep they keep winning against some some good teams. So I think they'll be able to to beat a a bad Jets team here on the road. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine, he's a Colorado fan, and he was saying, you know, this team's starting to get a little fired off, and personally, and him and a lot of his buddies that are also Colorado fans are a little sick of all this Calgary talk out there in the West, and I think they're hoping that Colorado can make a big statement uh, heading into the playoffs. Currently on a four-game winning streak, they're doing just that. I don't see that changing, man. I see them going to Winnipeg and just beating the wheels off the Jets. Uh, It's a failed season for Winnipeg, man. I know they had higher hopes, higher ambitions going into the year, and they just couldn't cut it. And I don't think uh, I don't think they got what it takes to beat a strong Colorado team that's heating up at the right time of the year. So, like you said, Colorado on the cut line, maybe I don't know, maybe regulation if you're paying enough money. Team total is not a bad look. Ah, like we all know, Connor Hellebuck's a great goalie, you know. Excellent, Tendy. Darcy Kepper's been playing well as well. I'm going to wait and see what the over-under line is. If it's at 6.5, which is pretty high, I doubt we'll see it at that. But if it is, for whatever reason, at 6.5, I might sprinkle a little bit on the under. Uh, anything 6 and below, you know, probably not as much. Maybe a half unit if it's 6, but because uh, the push should be in play. But I don't know. I think you're going to see I think you're going to see Colorado just kick uh, Winnipeg's ass here. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. 
The last two weeks, prop swappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York, who sold a $1,000 35 to 1 Houston championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite Eight game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that covers our Wednesday, Thursday slate, or Thursday, Friday slate. Today's Wednesday. What am I talking about? Uh, moving down to Roberto Locks, Dogs, and Totals here. Jolie, read off where we stand. Oh, it's looking, I don't know. It's man. looking pretty grim. But. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, uh, I don't know, like uh, communist China here. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talon, you're at minus 16.95. It's Ryan, minus 32.67. That's depressing to even say. And I'm here sitting sitting pretty at plus 8.09 units. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'll <laughs> kick things off here, boys. I'm feeling good about my plays here. I love Columbus Blue Jackets' money line against Philadelphia. Minus 135 is my lock here. Uh, Philadelphia's terrible. Columbus is terrible. What do you do when you got terrible games? You bet the team that's supposed to be less terrible as well with better goaltending. Martin Jones is supposed to start for Philly. Fuck that. Give me the Jackets. I like them. Uh, for my dog, I like LA Kings versus Edmonton, man. I know you guys are on Edmonton here. Um, I think the Kings are heating up the right time of the year, and they're going to make a nice push in the West. Uh, big game, playoff implications like we talked about, home ice, yada, 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 all that crap. Maybe even wild card implications. Uh, I like LA in this game. Uh, if they can get the goaltending that they need. Uh, and team totals, Pittsburgh, New York, over 5.5, paying off minus 125 here. Two great teams going at it. Two excellent goalies going at it. But some good firepower here. 5.5 is a pretty small number, man. So I'll uh, I'll jump on that while I currently can. Actually, just live bet it during the show as well. Uh, yeah, I love that, man. Hopefully we see some goals in that game. All right, I said it's a pesky season, and we're getting pesky for my lock dog in total here. My lock, I'm taking the Senators plus 155 against the Predators. Ottawa's been the better team in terms of the expected goals for over the past 10 games. So I think at home at plus 155, it's a good price there. Uh, my dog, I'm taking the the Desert Dogs, the Arizona Coyotes, plus 160 against the Canucks. It's going to be a, a back-to-back for Vancouver. They're not great on back-to-back. Should be Halak. I could see Harry Sateri coming in and uh, kind of stoning the Canucks a little bit. So plus 160 for the Coyotes is my dog. And my uh, total is the Buffalo Sabres team total over 2.5, plus 145 against Carolina. They've scored three or four in, in a lot of their recent games, including Tuesday against Carolina. So plus 145, I think, is great odds for that. I think they'll get at least three on Thursday night. 
All right, now that the uh, workers proletariat are done. (laughs) Let the rich guy talk. All right. (laughs) We're going with the Leafs minus 125. What? You always lose Leaf picks. Fuck off. Pick the Stars. (laughs) They're going to win this one. I mean, the Stars can definitely win this game if they play their best. And uh, the Leafs goaltending does what it's done for the past couple months. But uh, that said, they just got so much firepower and uh, they should respond well after losing that huge lead to the Panthers. Uh, I thought we were going with the Sharks at plus 190. Pure, pure line play here. I don't think that they should be uh, such big dogs against the Flames in a back-to-back with likely a back goalie in net. Uh, my total will be the Canucks Coyotes over six at minus 110. Uh, we already know the confirmed stars for this one. We got the uh, the, the Finnish legend, Harry Satari there. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yaro Halak, who's been just brutal in a Canucks jersey. So uh, over six there, minus 110 is just fine with me. All right, boys. I don't think we have a lot here, but any consensus plays? I think we all like the Leafs, no? The the Leafs, yeah. I think I think a few team totals, at least Joe and I agreed on. I don't, I don't know if you were against them, though. Yeah, the team totals, I'll lean you. Tal and I disagree on almost everything. <laughs> Except for Boston, baby. Except for Boston. <laughs> Uh, do you guys like New York or Pittsburgh in that game? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I New York. Oh, Ryan. Um, yeah, I don't think we have a lot, man. You know, we did have a lot on the Thursday. We're all on the same page for a lot of those games, so that's got to count for something. Or, Friday, or the, Friday. the Friday. I wrote Friday, the shoot. Yeah. My bad. The Friday games, we got a lot, but... All right, boys. Uh, that pretty much wraps things up here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. We talked about it. It's Masters Weekend. Oh, my God. I'm fucking fired up. Uh, tons of good stuff on the website, too. NASCAR is kicking off. I don't know what else. MLB is going to be popping off this weekend as well. Uh, MMA is doing their thing. We got our thing going. Basketball is heading into the playoffs. If you're looking to gamble, I F1, I don't know if we got content on but fuck it. It's always fun to bet, too. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack's popping off. Uh, absolute blast. People are having a good time. People are throwing some trips out left, right, and center. That's always good, too. And we're winning some good money, man. Honestly, it's awesome to hear everybody's input. Everybody has some, you know, smart, different kind of things to put out there. And it's it's always to get, like, a nice uh, second set of eyes on some things, too, trying to hunt some cash. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. If you're not in there, get your ass in there. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. It's a guaranteed good time. Yeah, if you get in the Slack, make sure you join the uh, Hockey Channel. I feel like the Hockey Channel is kind of putting every other channel to shame right now. We're popping off every single night. So definitely uh, join that, check that out. And leave us a five-star rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can go to sg.pn slash Apple, sg.pn slash Hockey S for Spotify. And uh, follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN. Yeah, the hockey channel is the best, man. I like it because it's better than the music channel. I don't got Joel being mean to me in the hockey channel like he is in the music channel. So, uh, <laughs> All right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I am Joel Meyer, and you will find me sitting on the couch all weekend as I watch The Masters, a tradition unlike any other. I was to- I would totally play the Masters theme, but I think we get copyrighted out the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace.